and mm-hmm. Tony Gustavston's non-existent game plan just means it's complete hecticness <laughs> from the first minute until the 90th minute. And that is what is going to win us the World Cup. Okie dokie, artichokie, here we go with the season preview of the 2023-24 A-Leagues, Ben Liberty combined efforts. It's the four-man wall, a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. Season two, boys, and I cannot wait to get stuck into it. I am your host, Jashan. Still amazed that Brisbane managed to lose three grand finals in two weeks. And joining me from the always sunny eastern suburbs... He was no later than 37 minutes for our recording today. It's <laughs> Melbourne City mega fan Andy Gibson. Ah, uh, Jashan, what a welcome sound it is to hear your voice, mate, and that iconic intro. Apologies uh, for the tardiness on my part, lads, but um, nonetheless, great to be here. And yeah, what a time to be alive. A-League's uh, just a few days away now, and um, yeah, can't wait to get stuck into another big season. It's all right, Andy. Uh, if you were late because you're doing prep for the podcast, that is that is music to my ears. That's what I like to hear. That's, that's all good. Thanks, mate. Uh, the third voice you're going to hear is that of a man who thinks that the uh, Western Melbourne Group's panoramic view of the new Western United Stadium is the buggiest website on the planet. On Twitter, his NPL player, Oz Scopes. Here he is, Damon Sarah. Yeah, thanks, Rashan, once again. Uh, and honestly, uh, it took me 10 minutes to try and get out of that website. I just had to force quit so that I could get back to uh, some decent working of my computer but no uh, nevertheless we're back and really really excited uh, for the new season uh, yeah, fresh faces new names uh, more fans hopefully and uh, yeah can't wait they're still building the website as they're still building the stadium it's, it's going to yeah, take it, some it, time it's pretty much literally just as buggy as their efforts to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> as they're also still building, you know, the roads, the car parks, the residential yeah, area. Everything. Yes. Uh, and last but not least, Nick is busy frolicking around Europe for the next month or so. He's in Barcelona as we speak and thusly will not be joining us today. But regardless, there is football to talk about. We're going to wrap up some new stories, run through a split the wall, try out some new segments and give you our full season predictions. But first, every single one of us in this call today are Collingwood fans. How good? How good? How good does it feel to be Premier's boys? Unbelievable. Well, it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's absolutely unbelievable. And long may it continue because um, we've finally gotten rid of Jack Ginnivan, which I think is a brilliant call on uh, Craig McRae's behalf. But... uh, Lucky Schultz, definitely one of the best mm. players I've ever seen. So, all right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pressure on Lucky Schultz. Not at oh, all. Jeez, harsh on Guinea though. Andy, you're a Guinea fan, aren't you? Yeah, I am a Guinea fan. Um, so yeah, it's a, a little bit of a surprise to see him go. Although maybe not too much of a surprise with yeah Schultz coming in and um, yeah him. Possibly looking at not getting uh, a heap of game time this year. So, fair enough to him if he's chasing a um, better opportunity with more game time. You've got to do what's best for yourself as a player. But, yeah, I mean, he, we, we know he's had his fair share of um, off-field, uh, I don't know if you want to say... Dramas. Incidents. Dramas. Yeah, dramas maybe. So, 
you know, you never know what he might get up to in the future. So maybe that's why uh, Damo is happy to say say goodbye to him. But um, yeah. yeah, still excited for uh, for the pies as usual. We want nothing but professionals in our football club, and exactly. there are lots of uh, lots of professionals to talk about today. But we're going to start with something fun and a little bit competitive. It's split the wall. It's a segment where uh, both of my beautiful guests get a minute to debate one topic. I don't remember who was the reigning champion from last season. I don't suppose either. It wasn't of you me. Two. It definitely was a demo. Yeah. All right. I don't well, know. In that case, made. I think I lost the final to Nick, possibly. Oh no! I oh, we can't have that. Well, Nick's <laughs> not here, so I'll, I'll no. give the runner-up first choice. The question <laughs> I'm going to ask: We're all very proud of this man, but Ange. Postacoglu. How good. Tottenham are currently joined first with the EPL. So the question is simple. Can Ange win the EPL with Tottenham Hotspur? Andy, you get to pick which side that you want to argue, and Damo has to argue the other side. Uh, this is actually not a bad uh, first segment you've yeah. uh, brought upon oh. us, Deshaun. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I, I live for the not bad uh, validation <laughs> there. That that's makes a good, good one, mate. For Damo. Not bad. That's <laughs> yeah, like that's through it. the roof. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's some adoration right there. That's beautiful. So, Andy, you're going to be voting uh, yes for Ange or no? He can't do it. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote yes for Ange. I, I say he can do it. All right. Well, you're going to get a minute to argue your case, and then Damon will get a chance to uh, argue the opposite. Interesting. Interesting. You ready, Andy? <laughs> ready as I'll ever be, mate. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. All right, I'm here to tell you why Ange is going to go all the way this year with Tottenham. My uh, my uh, reasoning for this is simple. Wherever Ange goes, wins and success follows. It's The proof mm. is in the pudding time and time again, right from when he started at South Melbourne, uh, onto the A-League, Brisbane Raw, you know, probably one of the best A-League teams ever under Ange. Oh, uh, yeah. Success under victory as well. Then obviously moving uh, overseas to Japan, winning it, winning the league there going to Celtic, he, he just wins everything. So why is that going to stop at the, you know, at the pinnacle in the Premier League? It's not. He's won Manager of the Month two months in a row. That is no mm. mean feat. He's equal top of the table. There is absolutely no reason why Ange is not going to win the Premier League this year. The proof is in the pudding, oh. and it is Tottenham's to lose. So go Ange. He's done it with three seconds to spare. Very nice. <laughs> Bonus points for mentioning Raw Salona. That is, uh, yeah, big votes in my book. Some brownie <laughs> points right there. Very nicely done. Uh, Dame, I hope you were thinking hard there on your response. On your no, re- I wasn't, but I'm ready to go anyway. <laughs> Not thinking at all. He was completely zoned out. <laughs> he was thinking about the Western United yeah, yeah. fucking training The panoramic stadium. view. Bloody yeah. hell. <laughs> panoramic views. Uh, absolute bullshit. All right, well... Your rebuttal is nigh. Three, two, one, go. I mean, as good as his start's been, mm. there's always a honeymoon period when a new manager comes in. And I really do hope that it lasts for a lot longer th- than now. But there will be a period where he does have to face some issues with uh, squad management. Obviously, he doesn't has have that much depth at his disposal mm. at the moment. Uh, so, with 
that as well as uh, his competition in Scotland, there was only Rangers. Yep. In England, you've got Man City, Liverpool, United, Chelsea, all these teams spending heaps of money. And I just think Tottenham don't have the ability to spend that much and bring in as much quality. So I think give it until this time next year and then we'll be able to really see if he can be a success. Oh, a strong rebuttal from Damo. There is the timer. i got to say, fellas, we're bringing the heat today. First episode back and you are ready to go. That was um, That was good. That was a good back and forth. I'm almost tempted to go for another round, but I won't. <laughs> Um, I will say, Damo, you lost me when you mentioned United and Chelsea as title contenders yeah. because they're not. <laughs> Undid the um, whole argument. Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I I forgot Arsenal. Arsenal. Forgot Arsenal, obviously, came second last Who season. Who cares about Arsenal? No. Arsenal also top of the table at the moment. Um, <laughs> but I liked your points about the depth and the uh, lack of spending capability compared to the competitors. Oh, but then Andy, Andy, you, the proof is in the pudding. And the proof is wins. in the pudding. It doesn't matter where he goes; <laughs> he's able just follows. to step up that that yeah. um that quality to match the the uh yeah the the performance required. Damo now arguing against his own <laughs> argument. Very strong. <laughs> I, I, I actually kind of do think he could win. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Andy. A little bit of bias there. Oh, it's because I, I mentioned the, the Ross second, Alona, isn't it? Yeah, the second <laughs> you mentioned Ross Alona, it was going to be hard to top that. But that was very, very good. That was close. All part of the plan, my friend. That was fantastic. <laughs> Genius. That was the prep you were doing before he uh, joined it. the podcast. If, if, I chucked in a, if I chucked in a few mates in there, would you reckon that would have got me <laughs> yeah. over the line? Yeah. <laughs> if you approached it like Ange does his press conferences, absolutely. Do you reckon we would have just like tripled our viewership if I just said mate? <laughs> Yes, that's all the English people need, mate. There you go. There's a mate right there. Uh, strong start to the podcast, fellas, but I'll, I'll move us on. We are here to preview the season. It starts on Friday. I believe the Roar are playing in the season opener. They are, yeah. <laughs> yes. I think so, anyway. The way we're going to do this is in three parts, um, uh, spread across the length of the podcast. But right away, it's a doozy. I want predictions for Golden Boot from each of you, and I'll go with the uh, split champion there, Andy. Give me a Golden Boot first and foremost. Golden Boot, well, um, I'm going to say Jamie McLaren, surprise, surprise. But oh, a little what bit, a um, A little bit more reluctant this season to say his name than I have been the last few seasons. Um, obviously, he's not going to be getting the same level of service that he was... Uh, you know, in the last few seasons with um, the talent that City did have, um, all those midfield players that were feeding it to him time and time again, they've all gone now. So uh, it's a completely different ball game. So, you know, he was pretty quiet in the Australia Cup games um, that we've seen so far, but I think that's, yeah, more a product of uh, the change in personnel and that sort of thing. So um, I think that will improve, but... Um, yeah, it'll take him a while to get going this year, I think, but I think he'll finish strong and mm. take home the golden boot. But um, yeah, that's uh, gonna go with him for now. Lecky will be if Lecky can stay healthy, he'll be providing dimes to, to McLaren. Yeah, um, I hope so. Who of the new Who of the new City boys do you think will step up and be that facilitator for the club? I'm really liking the look of um, Yakulish. Is that how you say it? Uh-huh, um, Mary Yakulish, yes, the, the Croatian sensation. Exactly. Uh-huh. I'm really liking the look of him so far, and um, 
I reckon he's going to provide a bit to uh, to J Mac this year, which will be good. But yeah, hopefully Lecky as well. Um, and also, you know, Aziz Bate, good to have him back on the squad. Yeah. So I think he'll play a crucial part in um, in a lot of goals as well. What do you think, Dame? Are any of the new City signings uh, screaming out to you as a potential uh, facilitator for J-Mac? Mm, I, I would like to say uh, we haven't seen him yet, but uh, Leo Natal. Yeah. The Brazilian. Yep. Yeah. I would really like to see what he's all about and... Me too. Uh, I think he strikes me as someone who can be pretty exciting on the ball and uh, pretty uh, off the cuff. So I think he'd be pretty cool to see. And I think if he does uh, kind of reach those expectations of um, kind of predecessing uh, a Berenguer or yeah. um, someone like that, I think he could definitely uh, help fill that void. Not Terry Antonis? Nah. Big Terry. <laughs> no chance. No, no chance. chance. He's no chance. chance. Right. I, I wasn't expecting much from him either, but he has scored uh, a handful of goals. Against easier competition. Yes, yeah, that, that yeah. is true. That is true. But you can only, uh, only beat who's in front of you. That's it. This is true. It's true. This is true. What about you, Damo? Golden boot. Who do you reckon? Golden. Yeah, see, I, it's... as. Much as it bugs me, it is really hard to go past uh, Jamie McLaren. Oh. oh, I don't think he'll be as prolific as seasons past, but I yep. still think because there really hasn't been that much movement apart from really um, Marcus Antonsen at Western Sydney as someone who can who strikes me as someone who's going to definitely hit more than ten goals this season. Really? I think um, Jamie McLaren can really be the only only choice. Brutal on the man I will pick for my golden boot, Fabio Gomez. Ooh. For okay. Sydney FC. New signing. I think he's just on loan. But that Sydney team, like, they're, they're going to score goals this season. Like, you've got Lolly, Mac Attack, and this yeah. guy Gomez up there. Yeah. Replacing Lafronde. I think I think they're going to score an absolute boatload of goals. They're going to ship some goals as well. You don't think defense Paddy sucks. Wood's uh, form in nah. the Australia Cup, Cup's going to really uh, put a... Yeah, he was, he was decent nah. against us. Spanner in the works. He's decent. I reckon he'll be the he'll be the bench striker. If, yep. uh, if Gomez gets injured, we'll we'll get a chance. But I, I feel like um, what's the bloke's name? Corica. Corica mm. likes his older Steve. players. Yeah, Steve. Coach Steve. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's gonna be the new fucking um, Rudes this season. Uh, lots of focus on Steve Corica coming into to this I think, year. Yeah, there's definitely been a bit of a. I, I think he's finally given into the give my academy players a bit more of a chance crowd. Oh, maybe. But um, even then, like, you're still bringing in players like Fabio Gomez and uh, not really even sure who else I've brought in. Oh, they, they've, they've extended um, Joel King permanently, so he'll yep. be a fixture of that defence. So, I mean, it, it's positive signs because as we've seen before, like the Sydney FC Academy clearly has a lot of talent that just needs the opportunity to um, show it on in the first team at senior, um, in the seniors. So for the likes of Jaden Kaczarski and Pat Wood, I think they've definitely got to make the most of their opportunities because if you say that Fabio Gomez is going to be that guy, then it's going to be hard for them to get in the team. 
I'm a sucker for a good Fabio. But talk to me about this academy because the next uh, prediction I want to uh, focus on. Young player of the season. Damo, you are the resident scout, if Am I'm I? not mistaken. Yes, Am you I are. just? You've got, you've got the finger on the pulse when it comes okay. to up-and-coming players within well, the Australian system. So give, it, give us a prediction. For the young player of the season? Yes, sir. I think... Mm. Look, with with, more... with the, the, the qualifier, you can't pick Aaron Kunda because that's too yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say Aaron Kunda, but I'm actually going to go with his Adelaide United teammate. Oh. Uh, someone who could potentially be one of those players who could even sneak in a 10-goal season, and that is uh, Luki Ivanovic. Very nice, very nice. And I actually think he could definitely uh, be the young player of the season. I think he, he knows how to control the... He can bring it to ground, he can control it, has good feet and good hold-up play, and he's a very lethal finisher when he gets the opportunity, so... I think this season, yeah, I think it's time for the young Aussie strikers to start making a bit of a name mm. for themselves. Because watching the Socceroos in these last two games, we certainly need someone who can finish. Oh, that's a bit of foreshadowing to our <laughs> new segment that we'll be doing later. Can, Very can nicely I, done. Uh, can I butt in there just on that um, you know, most exciting young player? I think it's worth mentioning um, Thomas Waddingham for Brisbane Raw. Yes! <laughs> Waddy! <laughs> Speaking uh, of young strikers... Yeah. So, so yeah. And it really just shows like um, the, the young Socceroos are currently in Spain and mm. at this tournament. They've beaten the Netherlands, Denmark and France all in within a space of a week on penalties. And <laughs> obviously yeah. Waddingham's gotten on the score sheet twice, so he's definitely in good form. But you've also got Max Caputo there yeah. as well. Yeah. As as well as Jovanovic. So there's Absolutely, some striking talent coming through. They just need the game time. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, Maxi Caputo might be good for three um, substitute appearances this season, I reckon, yeah. under Rado. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Rado. <laughs> he might be right, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> no worries. But with Waddy, um, obviously the best player of the A-League at the moment, um, absolutely going to lead the line very well for Brisbane. Uh, you've got Jovanovic. I do worry that Ibisuki might eat into his minutes a little bit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But then you also got Noah Botic, who's pretty handy yep, as absolutely. well. Absolutely, a huge. Yeah, it really just shows. Well, and then oh, you chuck in Archie Goodwin as well into that. Yeah. Mm, conversation. Yep, so there's certainly some talent, but once again, just need coaches to throw a bit of faith. Hundred percent. That's it. Like need minutes. Need minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lots to get excited about, and we'll move on now to that topic. What, fellas, are we most excited about coming into this season, Andy? I will run it back to you, sir. Mm. I actually had a uh, a couple. Um, I'll start Ooh. with um, yeah. I'll start with um, the uh, the the women's game, and um, I'm excited to see the uh, the growth in you know the attendances and and viewership and um, just yeah interest in the women's game because um, you know we've seen with the opening round last week and. Um, how much it has grown. We've you know, we've had records broken all over the place with with crowds and and all that. So um, obviously that's riding off the the back of the the women's World Cup that we had this year. So um, that's really exciting to see. And I think um, it's about time that uh, it did get the attention that it deserves. So uh, excited to see that continue. Hopefully for the rest of the season and beyond. Um, 
So yeah. I yeah. Mean, well, I've got the numbers here. So like yeah. they, in that first round, the very first game, the F three derby there. <laughs> With that fantastic trophy of theirs. <laughs> broke broke the record for a regular season attendance at 5,735. A new record that stood for three hours until 11,000 people attended the Sydney Derby later that day, uh, which actually awesome. set the record for a domestic women's football match um, full stop because the previous record was 9,000 at the grand final last season. Yep. So exciting go. stuff. And it's only round one. Exactly. Great stuff. It's only round one. But you had another one for me. Bit of a bit of a big one here, and I'm sure we'll uh, we'll get into this a uh, bit further into the pod. But um, yeah, obviously, I'm looking forward to seeing the grand final go back to the team that, that deserves it this year. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. I think that's yeah. on everyone's uh, yeah, thankful list. I yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a very very good day to be uh, an A League fan today with that announcement happening. But. Yes, that's uh, that's the other thing I'm most looking forward to uh, to seeing this I year. Think, uh, has uh, Townsend left yet? Uh, not yet, no. But there's strong rumours that he will be. But I don't believe anything has officially happened well, the, yet. I think the day he goes, I think yeah, we're back on track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Unless his his uh, predecessor is just as much of an idiot. Hopefully yeah, well, there's always going to be some other idiotic politician to walk in and ruin everything for yeah. you. Yeah, it's just I don't think you can come back from from that, you know, what what he did with the grand final. It's just even if that it has been reversed now, thankfully, I, I think he did a lot of damage and uh, he's not going to get that trust back from the fans. So he probably does have to go regardless. Is there a bit of a, is there a bit of a, um, a bit of a uh, soft spot now for Bucket Man? Does he get a uh, <laughs> a bit of a <laughs> reprieve on his his actions? What, do you think he had uh, something to do with reversing the decision? Yeah, I think so. Now, looking yeah, back right. on it, it was a monumental moment in Australian sports history. <laughs> it's still not the way to go about it, though. Throwing a bucket at someone. Yeah, it's absolutely the way to go about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking old <laughs> It's Just striking the balance here. This is a family-friendly podcast. We do not support the throwing of buckets at professional footballers. Thank you no, very much. Not. But um, it certainly uh, did show that there was obviously a lot of passion uh, in regards to that decision. and A lot of anger. Um, yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, yeah, it was not good scenes, but I think that was a lot how a lot of people felt. They definitely were angry about that decision. And I think, um, yeah, they've definitely made the right decision. Uh, reversing that and making it to a uh, reverting to a, the original uh, way of deciding things, so it's good. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a fair shout. All right, well, fuck it. We're on the topic, so I might as well run uh, one of my burning questions here, then, fellas. Three burning questions. My, one of my three burning questions. It was going to be: uh, Is the unite round? Cause we, we all obviously are happy that the grand final has, has gone back to the way it should be, right? Yeah. Absolutely. But what they've done instead, because they still have a deal with Destination New South Wales, so what they've done instead is that they've essentially implemented our own version of uh, the Magic Round that you yeah. see in uh, the NRL and starting last season with the AFL, which was yeah. held That's over great. Adelaide. So we're going to have every single game of the Liberty and Men's uh, Leagues play out 
in one round in th- across three stadiums in yeah. Sydney, if I'm not mistaken. Or not in yeah. Sydney, but no, across four, New South Wales. I think. Four stadiums. So my question is the Unite round, is what they're calling it, is that the correct play, Damon? Um, yes. Because I thoroughly enjoyed watching the, the Magic round in the AFL. Obviously, different place. Obviously, Adelaide is not Sydney. Uh, Can confirm, yes. Ha- however, I think seeing how much of a success it was for the AFL, I definitely think it could work in the uh, in the A-League space. But uh, my only issue with it is that I would like to have seen a few games put out uh, into the uh, regional areas. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Instead of having all the games within the sort of the inner part of Sydney, would have liked to have seen maybe a few games go to Wollongong or yeah. like in Newcastle even like it's still New yeah. South Wales with the like, sauce what, bottles. Why isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. In Gosford would have been sick mm. having obviously two away teams playing at um, the Central Coast Stadium would have been cool. Obviously, it would be a yeah. cool experience for. Could even say it would have been quite saucy. Saucy, exactly. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that, look. Regardless of that, really happy that they've implemented something similar. Um, yeah, obviously they had to keep that relationship going with. Yeah, obviously, and that, this I think this is the best outcome. Oh, it's a much better alternative, I, I think, as well. And I also like that they're um, implementing some grassroots stuff into it as well. So they're going to coordinate a series of grassroots yeah. events. Yes, and. This also brings another one of the issues is the lack of an A-League youth uh, competition or A-League youth window. Uh, Like, obviously, the New South Wales Premier, Chris Minns, said it's a good opportunity for young kids to see their, see, like, the future stars, the future Matildas, future Socceroos, but, you know, you could go to a game and end up watching 11... 27-year-olds, 28-year-olds <laughs> who have probably passed it uh, run around. So, obviously, mm. you'd like to see a few of the young kids coming through play against each other, and it's definitely like a one of those tournament festival kind of environments. So, it would have been cool to see all the different A-League youth teams come to one place and have a little tournament. Yeah. That would be. Oh, fuck yeah. That's no, a strong response. Yeah, if, you're gonna go, if you're going to go all out, you might as well go all out, you know? Absolutely. Balls to the wall stuff, you know? And you paint the town um, early. <laughs> might as well. It was me. I haven't asked myself yet. Oh, yeah. I'm excited <laughs> for the genuine competition we're going to get for the Golden Boot. Now, Damo, you, you said earlier that you don't think there's a, a lot of strikers out there who you think can get past 10 goals this season. Yeah, I it's, think it's you difficult. Are... Nah, you're talking rot. You're having a laugh. <laughs> I'm going to run some names oh, at you. Oh, I'm sorry. Nah, I tell you, don't apologise. This is what it's all about. A good bit of back and forth, a good bit of discourse. Obviously, J-Mac. We've got a few returning names. Fauna Rolly with a full season at victory. I reckon mm. we'll bang in a few goals. <laughs> He's got no faith in Bruno <laughs> Fauna Rolly. <laughs> Oscar Zavada is pretty good. Okay. Yeah, you're, fan of no, you're, you're right. You're right. All right. Oh, I for, kind of forgot. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> about the other we've got we've got Wadi, we got yeah. we got Wadi over in Brisbane Raw. Even Marco Tulio probably mm. could. Tulio was uh, the one I had second actually. 
it's a good good shout. Look, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't do much preparation, but <laughs> it, historically, historically, it is difficult for strikers to hit over 10 goals in the A-League. It is, yes. Oh, yeah. we, we saw that. I mean, I don't know why. 10 goals is, just seems to be the benchmark for someone who can take their game to the next level. Some new names. Alu Kual at Central Coast yes, can yep. score goals. Um, Antonsen, uh, you've already mentioned him. Damo, yep. Antonsen's yep. pretty good. And, and Valor Jamat. V- oh, Valor Jamat, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oui. Oui, oui, monsieur. Oui, yeah. I don't have any faith in MacArthur, but if Davila and Jamat can strike up a good partnership, which they kind of did in the Australia Cup, then I reckon there's goals there too. So, yeah, it could be fun. Point. Mm, it yep. could be Love your thinking, Deshaun. Yeah. Goals everywhere. That's it. So we're all excited for the upcoming season. But Andy, this is your Bernie question. Are the fans excited as well? And I will ask you in this way. Okay. Do you think viewership will go up this season? Um, Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think for the women's, it definitely will. Um, We've already seen that. Obviously, we just spoke about that. And, for example, Sydney FC's uh, increased their uh, women's uh, team membership by 800 and something percent, I think, on last year. So... Um, obviously, yeah, that's a big tick there. Um, in regards to the men's game, it's a bit tricky to say at the moment um, because, yeah, I haven't seen a heap of advertising for the league compared to this time last year. I remember going into last A-League season and um, just seeing ads everywhere, which is good. Um, there's a lot of hype, like on TV, billboards and stuff. haven't seen that this season, so I'm just not sure if the same level of hype is around. But... In saying that, I think um, today's decision about the, uh, you know, grand final and reversing that, um, that's going to bring a lot of um, disgruntled fans back into the game. You know, fans that might have given up on the league last season when that when that happened. Been disenfranchised. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So hopefully reignite that that passion in those fans. Um, so yeah, I think that that's a pretty big one. So I reckon I reckon it will go up. I don't think it'll go up by a lot. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done to get more fans back into the men's game. Um, but yeah, I think that's a that's a massive step in the right direction. And um, as a result, we'll see uh, yeah uh, viewership go up uh, a reasonable amount this season. Yeah, I reckon they've uh, spent a whole heap of the budget of this the uh, what do you got the sponsorship no the, the advertising budget on. The pause and replay oh. function on the uh, Paramount. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got that much. <laughs> uh, literally, they've 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 gone they've blown the budget on a bloody pause <laughs> a and pause rewind button. system. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is a function that has existed for who knows how long. It's taken Paramount Plus two whole years to figure out how to put a play stop and rewind by ten seconds button on their bloody. <laughs> uh, broadcast, but nevertheless, it is good. Finally, baby steps. It makes Thank a you. huge difference. I'm now happy to pay my seventy nine dollars a year <laughs> purely just well, for that. Well, that's another thing. Surely the pause and rewind will get more people signing up to Paramount. Uh, well, we got demo on board already. Hopefully, yeah, that is true. Be that good. is true. Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're taking steps in the right direction. The A-League is getting there. Absolutely. Step That's by it. step, baby. It should be there, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's slowly right. moving in that direction. <laughs> it's going in the right direction, hopefully. We'll move, we'll move it forward. Uh, we were going to talk maybe about international football, but I, we're running late yeah. as usual, so we won't do that. We're going to go straight into the news, boys. Just going to run a few a few kind of stories by you before we get to uh, some bigger stories. So, for example, uh, the Raw going to be training over in Ballymore. Goes all right. Ollie Lavelle has signed till twenty twenty six with Western United. James Newenhuizen from Shep. Uh, from Shep. Yeah, oh, from Shep. That must be good. <laughs> he he's signed with City till twenty twenty seven. Little nineteen year old. I think he's a goalkeeper. He's yeah, a goalkeeper. Yeah, training under beauty. Jamie Young at the moment. So obviously the club's got some faith That's, in him. Yeah, it's a bit of a bit of an age gap there. Just a but little bit. I'm sure it'll work out. <laughs> Uh, looks like Christian Volpato may be signing up for the Socceroos in the near future, if reports are to be believed. Great news. And VAR is actually going to work this season, allegedly. No. Yes. Yeah, so apparently. <laughs> yes. That's what uh, Danny Townsend said. <laughs> well, if it's Danny gonna... Townsend said it, then it's obviously not going to be true. It's obviously fake. <laughs> well, apparently they're increasing um, spending on it, and they're going to have um, a new system that they've called Vardict, which is like uses Hawkeye graphics. Sorry. Yeah, it says. Um, Sorry. Yeah, Vardict, V-A-R-Dict. You know, like a play on the word verdict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. That's that's that's, that's, that's the name for it. It's no. going to cost them an extra one point five million dollars. Hold on, I'm just uh, resubbing from Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Damo's over it. They can't handle the puns. Uh, how much do you reckon they paid their marketing uh, group to come up with that name? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Too much, whatever it is. The thing is, is that I think the amount of teams that got dicked by VAR last year was way too much, so it's clearly you, not going You mean well. they got VAR dicked? They got VAR dicked, yeah. <laughs> so that's why they've named it that. It makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. That's brutal. I can't believe they've done that. But, I mean, look, if it does work, that's obviously a huge boost because the refs in Australia are not necessarily at a particularly high standard. Well, neither are they in England, as Ange Postecoglou <laughs> found out. Yeah. This is yeah. true. Well, Jürgen <laughs> Klopp was on the uh, the bad end of it. But, that's um, right. Oh, yeah. Jürgen Klopp Ange wants the game to was definitely not a fan of it as well. So, it's clearly... Yeah, if there's a, if there's a human element in the VAR, then... It's not really going to be a foolproof system because people are going to make mistakes, mm. and people make mistakes on the the third the, the assistant refs make mistakes all the time. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's always going to happen. If if it goes to VAR and they make a mistake too, then what's the point of having it? There's none. Yeah, yeah that's that's a fair so, point. So hopefully, mm. <laughs> yeah. hopefully their VAR dicks will be correct yeah. this season. Sound like it's going to improve the the decisions. It's it's more no, about that's ex- right. yeah explaining, like explaining the decisions to the fans at home and at the stadiums, and showing them how they've come right. to that decision, rather than whether it's correct. And that's or not. what they did. But there there was a a lapse in communication, a la- or a lack of communication. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so yeah. there's always going to be that that kind of blurred um, part of it that you're not going to. It's not going to be always bang on. There's nah, a human yeah. element that you've yep. got to take account for. And if that's the issue and that, and that's there, then why is VAR there at all? 
Yeah, it's a fair point. Fair That's point. a fair shout. <laughs> you got the fair verdict from both me and Andy <laughs> there. That's a very fair point. It's, yeah, he makes a good point. Any any other news stories exciting us, like Volpato potentially being a Socceroo? Because if there's one thing I mean, we need, it's definitely wingers. If it's... Yeah, I think... I'll, yeah. It's, it's a difficult situation, obviously. But football and the footballing world is a funny thing. So last year he rejected a call up to the World Cup. Yeah. Because he was playing for Roma, scoring mm. one or two goals and playing off the bench. This year he's had a move to Sassuolo, hardly played, Sassuolo. and is now yeah. all of a sudden wanting to play for the Socceroos. I mean, mm. it's not hard to connect the dots, yeah, is it? It's really not and Obviously, he's still playing well for the Italian underage teams and he's scoring goals and having really good performances, but that's got to translate into men's football at some stage and I think actually playing for the Socceroos now would be really good for his development. So, Do, do, do you think he slots straight into that setup? Like, I, who, do, who do you replace him for? Anyone. Anyone. If he, anyone. If, if he comes in, like, he's... I honestly think like within one or straight two games, he's, he, he's starting games. I mean, Garangsky wasn't even in the, the most recent Socceroos squad. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Graham Arnold's used the Socceroos as a kind of a vehicle to help players get back into form, as he has done with Harry Souter. So I think it's, Suda. It, it wouldn't surprise me if he was to do that for a Christian Volpato, for instance. Yeah, right. Okay. Not bad. It is exciting to potentially have Volpato, Qual, and Aaron Kunda he's in, in the mix. He's still young. He's obviously still very young. And yeah. whether they want to manage him differently or whether he wants to actually play good is up to him and Graham Arnold, respectively. But obviously, very positive signs. And obviously, his best mates mm. with, um, or his good mates with Robertson and Chirukati. So. Yes. That would obviously help him make his make that decision a lot easier. Pronunciation on point again today, Damon. Can you just say Germain's name again for me? Valère Germain. Oh, oh. stop it. Liquid nectar. Getting, uh, hot flashes here. <laughs> I have no idea whether that is correct. Or uh, I'll take it. That sounds good to me, brother. All right. Uh, big news story all the way out west. All the way out Long in the glorious city of Perth. Yes, sir. They have finally, finally gotten rid of Tony Sage and replaced him with a man called Robert Bridge or, or Bridge. Bree, I'm not too sure. Bree. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The Prime Land Group. Apparently. Bridge and John Neckich. Yeah, kind of owned or sort of co owned by the Peligra Group. No. Oh, lots of groups involved. Catania and were going to buy Adelaide United but didn't okay. and then kind of flirted about buying Melbourne Victory but didn't. <laughs> so they've so kind of they kind of so they've kind of bought Perth Glory, but they haven't. Interesting. Well, <laughs> allegedly this group led by Bridge or Brie they they've got they've got real estate they've got hotels they've got business parks whatever the fuck they are they've got luxury <laughs> residential development so it's mostly like housing and stuff so they they're they're undoubtedly quite rich and Andy I'll ask you do you think this will lead to Perth 
a resurgence for the Perth Glory? Um, I'd, I'd like to think it will. I don't think you're going to see results overnight. Um, like I, I don't think they're going to set the world alight this season. But yeah, I, I think if they if they um, stick stick fat and um, you know they're in it for the long game, I think uh, it can only be a good thing bringing that kind of money into the club. Like obviously they're not as um, you know wealthy as some of the other clubs in the A League. Um, so. Yeah, that money's going to go a long way in the future. Getting uh, getting players in and, and retaining players and and uh, everything else that, that comes along with that, like facilities and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's I think it is a a win for the Glory fans. But yeah, as I said, I wouldn't be expecting um, you know amazing things to happen overnight. But yeah, I think I think it's a great thing for them, and uh, they'll be up there again. And whether that's two years, three years, hopefully not too much longer. But yeah positive uh, so far. I think uh, yeah, the Alan Stajic factor as well is quite yeah prominent, I think. So I think... Big Stagy. I reckon they will kind of do all right this season, actually. Ooh, a bit of a forecast for our uh, finals predictions later, maybe. Huh? Mm-hmm. Lots of foreshadowing certainly, today, I love certainly it. certainly is. Oh, and what better we're running on to... smooth, oiled <laughs> wheels, boys. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I reckon, I reckon that brings us to our second phase of predictions. We won't do the finals just yet. We'll save that to the end, a cute little climax. But we have already talked about the goal scorers, so let's talk about the lads who are going to keep the goals out. Golden Glove. I will start, because why the fuck not? I think it's pretty almost impossible to go past the man who got it last year, Lawrence Thomas. I mean, he's a great keeper, and he's just got the best defense in the league in front of him. And Rado plays a style of football which kind of, you know, it shuts other teams out. So all that put together, I think Thomas is a lock to get the Golden Glove this year. I don't know if you guys agree. Yeah, I, I actually agree with you 100% yep. there, Deshaun. I had um, Thomas uh, to win it as well. Yeah. Yep. Damo, Lawrence Thomas? Uh, Lawrence Thomas, yep. Yeah, three from three, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Pressure's on. I mean, he, it, <laughs> he's better, he, better, he better sort us out. <laughs> I mean, three of us picked Jamie Young last season, and we saw how that ended up. But, I actually um, think he'll be good this, this year. He's, he's been very good for City in the, you know, a few games that we've played. But, yeah, hard to go past Lawrence Thomas. I think Curtis good is actually Curtis bad, so... <laughs> Just Ouch. depends. How long did it take you to come off that <laughs> long, Deshaun? <laughs> uh, a good couple of days. I was, I was, uh, <laughs> I was brainstorming. I had the whiteboard out. I was right. Oh, what, what's what's the opposite of good? It was a tough one. Got there eventually. Oh, Pretty proud it. of myself. All right, maybe something that'll be a bit more debatable. The Johnny Warren. I'll run it back to you, and Dino Big Gib. Who is getting your Johnny Warren medal this season? Yeah, this this was the the toughest prediction I had to make. Actually, I, I really struggled to um, put put my, put the name on one player. To be honest, there's there's no one that really is shouting out to me. But with a bit of thinking, I've I've actually said uh, it could be time for Matt Leckie to win it. But the big uh, oh. the big question mark there is if he can stay fit because obviously he's already been injured this year and missed most of our Australia Cup and the Champions League games. So he is pretty close to coming back, but yeah, he missed a fair chunk of last season with injury as well, and um, so yeah, that uh, is not ideal. But if he can stay fit all season, 
I don't see why he can't win it. He, I think he would have possibly won it last season if he didn't get injured. I know up until he did get injured, mm. he was, you know, leading a lot of the votes um, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, um, I'm going to say Matt Leckie now, but, um, yeah, there might be a little bit of wishful thinking there. But, yeah, fingers crossed he can stay fit. So you've got Leckie winning the Johnny Warren and J-Mac winning the Golden Boot. So I'm guessing you've got Melbourne City pretty high up in your uh, predictions here, Andy. I do have them pretty high, but believe it or not, I don't have them first. But I'll, I won't say any more for now. <laughs> <laughs> so cheeky. Cheeky Gibbo today. I love it. Very, very nice. What about yourself there, Damo? Johnny Warren? Daniel Pena. No! Oh! For Western United. Yeah. It's a fair Certainly. He's yeah. a good player. Has he won he's before? coming back from his ACL injury, which kept him out of playing a lot of his time whilst he went to South Korea. Mm. But obviously he's come back. And I think getting him into some form, he will be unstoppable in the A-League because he's shown that he, honestly, an incredible player. Uh, transformed the Newcastle Jets under... Arthur Pappas in his first season mm. and was literally their their player. Without him and the team, they were hopeless. Yes. But with him, changed the way that they played, changed their whole system. So if he can do that under John Aloisi, I think he could be the Johnny Warren medalist. That's the key, isn't it? It's John Aloisi. He doesn't really set his team up to um, play particularly... I mean, they they did win the, the yeah. Premier's Plate. Courtesy of lots of 1-0 wins. Yeah, that is true, exactly. <laughs> but they got the job done. This is fitting. true. This is true. So they know how to do it, but I think he adds that extra dimension. Mm. And, uh, yeah, look, with uh, Noah Bodic up front, he could be in for a good season. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that bit of a curveball. I kind of forgot about Pena. The West United just quietly have put together a pretty decent squad. He was, yeah, he was closely followed by uh, Marco Tullio as well. Mm. Oh, a man you used to think was a little bit shit. Yeah, 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 that's right. (laughs) But he he turned a turned a corner. (laughs) (laughs) Really did. He turned a corner, and he's he's been not bad, eh? He's been not bad, and he's got a lot. He's got a big role to play at Central Coast now with Silvera and coming. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Big yep. to fill. Oh. I think he has. He's taking that. He's taking that mantle from the brief uh, uh, moments I've seen of him in the AFC Asian. No, the AFC Cup. Yeah, he's, he's uh, certainly goals. been uh, very prominent, scoring a hat trick and just pretty much controlling everything. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic stuff. I'm gonna finish this off. By going with Brandon Borello. Yeah, that's look, a good look, shout. Look, I, I forgot about Brandon Borello and I just mm. saw his yeah, name same. pop up somewhere and I'm like, oh my god, why didn't I think of him? For <laughs> yeah, far He's out. pretty good. Yeah. He's, <laughs> He's pretty gun. good. He's a pretty decent player. Yeah, playing pretty well for the Socceroos at the moment. Mm. Missed an absolute sitter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll ignore that. We'll ignore that one. We'll ignore that. So but he's, he is a gun. He was fantastic last year, probably the season of his career. And I think he'll be playing more on the wing with Antonson now there at Western Sydney. But we saw last season Certainly he can... He's got, got a bit of pace about him. 
He can play wherever the fuck he wants, and him and that perfect hair of his will... Oh, they'll cause damage. They'll cause damage this season, Western Sydney. I'm looking forward to I just want to see season... I don't even know what it was. The season that him and McLaren just bloody balled out yeah. for Brisbane Raw. I just want to yeah. see that Brandon Borello. <laughs> it was pretty good last Step year as well. And just bloody streets won't forget performances. <laughs> the streets won't forget, Damo. Ah, <laughs> uh, no cap on that one. All right, one more little uh, section here for a predictions part two. Best new signing. I'm going to run it back. Do a bit of a serpentine on this bad boy. Lots of new players to consider. I was thinking about Valerjemin. Uh, obviously, I've picked Fabio Gomez to be the Golden Boot winner, so in theory, I should probably just pick him. <laughs> Fair point. But I won't. Ooh. I'm going to go with. F- <laughs> I'm going to go with Berenguer. Oh. At the Brisbane Rule. He is a good pickup for you guys. Mm. Mark my words, the Brisbane Raw have got the best central midfield in the league. Berenguer, Jay O'Shea, Taras Gomulka, Truen, if they want to chuck him up there as well. They are going to dominate games, lads. Yeah, it's, it, that's pretty good, isn't it? Dominate. Give me Berenguer as best new signing. What about you, Damo? Yeah, look, uh, I... Was also going with Florin Berenguer too. Really? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two That's why two. I was I was a bit taken aback. Yeah, yeah. You're a little bit shocked I'm, with my yeah, Berenguer. When when you went with Berenguer because I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm I'm surprised to hear you, you say that, Damo. Because yeah, Deshaun obviously a little bit of Brisbane bias there, but yeah, to no. Me? No, no, no. Like watching him in the uh, the Australia Cup. Certainly, you can tell like a lot of the players going to go through him. Oh, he's an and I before yeah. I wrote down Daniel Pena, before I wrote down Daniel Pena there, I put down Florian Berenguer for Johnny oh. Warren. Really? Because oh. okay, I, I, I think because he's gotten out of City, I actually think he can kind of stand out a bit more, be a bit free. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah, show a bit more of what he's like. Obviously, his injury troubles kind of get in the way and that's why I took him out for someone who recently did their ACL but um, nevertheless mm. he's certainly uh, got the quality mm. and I think he can transform this Brisbane Raw side yeah fair he's 34 so he's uh, you know starting to get on a bit nah, he, prime of his gonna, life if he's gonna do it he's gonna do it this year absolutely that's where I give up yep prime of his no, life Andy enough. prime of his life <laughs> He's a, a late bloomer, right. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, but, he's but just no, he, he's my... Obviously, he's not my Johnny Warren uh, tip, but he's my best signing of the season. Love it. All right, what about you there, Andy? Take us home strong. Yeah. Best new signing. I, I actually had Pena. Um, I think Damari spoke a bit mm. about him earlier, but okay. yeah, I think he's going to be um, a very good pickup for Western, yeah. But um, also... At, it's a um, coup, I think. Yeah, oh, 100%. But yeah, I also had um, so guy, I'm probably going to say this wrong, um, Hendrix <laughs> for um, Western Sydney. Oh, yeah, Jorrit. Yeah. yeah the, the Dutch guy. Yes, yeah. yeah I've, I've had him in a FIFA save once or twice. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. He's, yeah, he's yep. played There are a few them. FIFA players popping up this season. I've had Jermaine in a couple of oh, yeah, saves yeah, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. In my ultimate team once upon a time. Yeah, oh, yeah that's a few it. years ago. <laughs> But yeah, he's played over 240 games for for PSV, so that's a pretty good, pretty good, um, you know, 
message there, I suppose. And I think he's still reasonably young as well. Like he's it's not like twenty twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So he's not even not thirty. Even. So yeah, I, I reckon think... he could be a, a great pickup for the Wanderers. Look there. that up. Got him pretty under the radar as well. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like he didn't even get announced. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, it was a while ago now, I think. I remember seeing it when it came up, but that was probably maybe even a couple of months ago. But Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think... Um, yeah, like He just right. kind of appeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But He's going to go really well. Obviously, with the initials J. Hendricks. Yeah. <laughs> certainly yes, be uh, rocking <laughs> out in that midfield. <laughs> Great call, Damon. Great call. Uh, so, I didn't expect a Jimmy Hendrix. There might be a bit of a purple it. haze there. Bit of ah, purple haze. Wait, <laughs> bit of red, white, um, and black haze. If he gets in some good form, <laughs> you can you can say Jared Hendricks is a bit of a, voodoo, a bit of a voodoo child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, how long could he gone for? <laughs> and look, Western Sydney—they've got a bit of a watchtower in defence there. So, fuck me. You guys don't know that song, no. do you? Nah, no, <laughs> yeah, I do. Like yeah. yeah, come on. Nah, just not giving me that one? Nah, nah fair enough. Nah, that's enough. That's enough. That's okay. Yeah, all right. We don't have fair all day. <laughs> uh, he'll be a good replacement for Schneiderlin, I reckon. That's a good shout. Okay, moving forward. This is going to be a new segment that I want to try out, see how it goes. Uh, the Redditors are up in arms, as always. People love to complain. They love to talk shit. But we have a very wise young man on this podcast by the name of Dangers. And I put it to you, Damo, to uh, solve the issues of uh, all of the angry Redditors, okay? I'm calling this segment Damo Decodes. I'm going to give you three issues that I've seen on uh, the A-League's Reddit there. And I want you to decide if you can solve them and how you would solve them. Or uh, is it just fucked, basically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was having a, a yarn with some bloke on Twitter. With Richarlison doing his bloody pigeon dance and Zadkovich just two-footing him. Nothing grinds my gears more. Issue number one. Newcastle still do not have proper ownership. It's an yeah, issue. Yeah, it's, it's not great, is it? Nah. You need an owner. You do. <laughs> If you yeah, want to really? be somewhat semi-successful, you need yeah. an owner. And unfortunately, the Newcastle been, Jets have been looking for pretty much ever since I started following the, the league. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a long time ago. Um, um, obviously, luxury paints can't do all the heavy lifting. No. They can't be that can't. luxurious. They're giving it a fair shake of the, of, of the paint bottle, though. Yeah, the it? paint bottle, yeah. Paint they're in. certainly <laughs> doing their bit. Yeah. Uh, they're certainly covering the cracks with that. Uh, but <laughs> look, yeah, Newcastle have a lot of cracks, though. They've, they've <laughs> certainly got too many cracks, and unfortunately, um, what, what what do you do? They need an owner. Or they need to get back on track. The APL needs to start focusing on something else other than who's going to carry the Newcastle Jets through this season. Red Bull, just like buy the Newcastle Jets. <laughs> Yeah, that, please. That'd be like the Red Bull Jets for them, you know, financially. Yeah, ab- absolutely, exactly. Mm. Hey, it's got a bit of a ring to it. It makes sense with their branding, the Red exactly. Bull Jets. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't mind. Opportunity that. here. Oh, you know what, Damo? Right, 
an email to Red Bull yes. and make it happen. Write an email to Max Verstappen. RB Jets. Yeah. That would yeah. almost be the sickest name in world football. It would be. Shout out to our sister podcast, Rear of the Grid. We just uploaded a new episode today, all on the same website, www.onlinehubmedia.com. Check it out. It's good content. Lots of Max Verstappen chat, lots of Red Bull chat. But issue number Gross. two for you, Damo. Hey, look, we've got to plug the homies. I hate Max Verstappen. We do hate Max Verstappen. <laughs> he's, he's winning too much. And this is actually something that you mentioned to me, Damo, and then I saw some other people echoing your sentiments online. Oh, no. There has, and even Andy mentioned it today already, there has not been a lot of hype, if any, for this upcoming season uh, yes. in the press. Yes. Where's the press hype? Where's the media? Pause and rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Budget blown. Budget Nothing blown. left for advertising. <laughs> That's, that is a simple answer. <laughs> That's it. They, they blew their budget on a very basic function that Paramount Plus should have already had. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, seriously, um, I think the biggest uh, advertisement was the, the the Matildas at the World Cup. Like, yeah. what, more, what more else can you do? Mm, yeah, that's true. Use it. If that doesn't give you a good indication of what the the A-League women's and A-League men's is about, then, yeah, look, that's literally the best job anyone at the APL could have done for advertisement. Just replay the games. Yeah. Replay the sh- penalty shootout against France. Just something like... Mm. Keep Up is supposed to be like this big media platform for the leagues, but I, it yeah. took me half an hour to find a season preview on there today. <laughs> Jeez. It's just it's it's, it's a bit yeah it's, it's a bit weird. all over the place that website isn't it? It's a bit hard to to find anything you you're looking for if you're looking for something in particular. You go past about thirty <laughs> stories about Ange Postecoglou <laughs> saying mate. Yeah. <laughs> so true. And then you find the uh, the A League previews buried deep within in the comment section of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was finding news stories from last year before I found an A-League season preview for this season. It was madness. Jeez. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, well. All right. Issue, uh, issue number three for you to decode here, Dale. I'm liking this. This is good. You're a wizard, sir. Duke C, Mitchell Duke, he's solid. He's he's, oh, he's um World Cup hero. But the best striker in the Southern Hemisphere. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? He's not really a top-quality striker, but unfortunately, at the moment, he is kind of our uh, incumbent up there. Why is there not still a top-quality striker available to Australia? Well, funnily, funnily enough, we kind of mentioned this earlier in the, I know, the episode. A bit of foreshadowing. Oh. Hmm. It's playtime for, for young Aussies in the A-League. A lack of... A-League youth, a lack of the A-League youth uh, league, obviously these things are going to end up eventuating where we have a, a lack of talent pool because that position is usually spent on someone overseas or someone who's experienced enough to know how to score a goal. But um, unfortunately, that's just the way it is. And yes... Duke is our best option because there's no one getting playtime. There's no one being given that responsibility at their team to go out and score goals. And it just comes down to amount of opportunity 
and taking your opportunity. And I think this season we will start to see a little bit of that. Yeah, Bosic, Jovanovic, and and Waddingham. Like if you had, to, I know you've already picked Jovanovic as your best young player of the season, so I assume yep. he'd be your pick for the guy who'd be next up in that role. Uh, not necessarily. I'd probably put Noah Bodic ahead of him. It's a bit more experience. Yeah, obviously. Then you've got Daggers, players yeah, that have already fuck. played for the Socceroos. But forgot about Daggers. Daggers, um, McLaren, even. Dad, McLaren's time is up for the Socceroos. Yeah, I he know, just doesn't but... work. He doesn't work. Yeah, I know. Love him. He... Great player, but I just don't think he but, works yeah, in the international I think forum. That's why I kind of like. Jovanovic, uh, yeah, Jovanovic, because he can definitely hold up the ball, bring other players into the game, beat a man if he has to. Um, Bodic can do that too, but I think he's more of a a, a poacher, a six-yard box, 18-yard box kind of player. Uh, so, look, I'm really in, in, interested to see how... A few of those players, like Archie Goodwin, Alo Kowal, yeah, um, Jovanovic, Waddingham, Caputo, do like really, really exciting time, and that's not even like taking into account some of the wingers that we're going to see as well, like uh, Jed Drew and uh, Rafael Borges Rodriguez. Some of these players that can transform into. A striker, you know, so there's lots going on, and this is why, yeah, we need more opportunities for young players to so that we can replace Mitchell Duke. So, why I do think Waddy's a he's, he's a big body, he's mobile, and I think Ross Aloisi he seems to be prepared to give the younger guys a go, yeah, certainly, obviously, certainly does. Waddingham started most of the games in the Australia Cup for uh. For Brisbane, yeah, and uh, presumably we'll start in the A League as well. We'll, we'll we'll see, but very excited. He's only there's 18. also a young guy out west, Daniel Benny. Daniel Benny. Mm. Oh, right. Bit of an ex Benedict, is he? Yeah, certainly no. is. And <laughs> he, he's a bit of a, a bit of a wild card. He he almost slipped slipped in there for my um young player of the year because I Ooh. think under Stachic he can. He's been starting in their their bloody uh, warm up matches oh, in Australia yeah, League. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's seventeen. Uh, bloody hell! Yeah, he's young and he's good. And he's he quick. scored against West Ham. He did score against West Ham. It was a good goal. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Right. There's lots, lots, and lots and lots of young Aussie players coming through that just That's need it. an opportunity and. Um, I think this season we will definitely see more of that uh, that outbound transfers improve, and as well as those outbound transfer fees. So let's rack up some fucking money, watch out, boys. Watch out, Marco Tilio. Yes. <laughs> All right. I've not seen since he left. Yeah, yeah told you. He's not going to do well in Scotland. I told you. Anyways, we've got to wrap up our predictions. We're uh, we've crossed the hour. We're doing yeah, very well. I think very that'll do. Well. So I want your I want your predictions for top six, champions, and wooden spooners. All right. Rattle them through. So do you want me to go like first to sixth? Or... Give me six to first. Six to first. 
Alright, no worries. Okay, in sixth spot, I have got uh, the Central Coast Mariners. I think they'll mm. they'll just scrape through. Obviously, they were the best team last season, but um, they've had uh, a huge amount of their talent gutted from them. It's obviously Cummings, yep. Silvera, Triantis, um, and Kalolo as well. And Nick Montgomery, the, yep. the coach as well. So Yeah, it's um, a big one for me. It's a big yeah, one for me. Yeah, 100%. So uh, I think they definitely will drop down the ladder. Um, so I've got them in sixth. They do have um, Alu Kual as a, as a good, sign, good signing, but other than that, um, I don't think he can replace what they've lost. Fifth, I've got Western United, so I'm tipping them to, to jump up the table again this year. I think Pena's mm-hmm. going to go a long way in, um, in helping them jump up the ladder again. So uh, I think, yeah, definitely improvements coming for them. Uh, fourth, I've got Brisbane Raw. So this is... Uh, yes! Uh, expecting pretty big things this season from them. I um, think they're, they're a bit of a, a sleeping giant. They, they could even go higher than fourth, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, Deshaun, you've touched on it uh, a bit already on some of their signings. And you, you've both spoken about Berenguer as a great pickup for them. So, And they haven't really lost a lot either. I think Courtney Perkins was probably the main, main one that they've lost. But um, I think, yeah, what they've brought in is more than made up for that. So... Yeah, Waddingham as well. It's um, exciting times for Brisbane. Uh, yeah, third place, I've got Sydney FC. Um, Sydney, I was tossing up between second and third. Could even, they'll, they'll challenge for first, of course, as well. But, yeah, we've already spoken about their, the, the power they've got up forward with, um, you know, Joe Lolly and um, Robert Mack and, and Patrick Wood. And, yeah, they've, they've got a very strong squad. Yeah, they had a good season last year, but I think they'll be even better this year. They have lost a couple of big names, including Adam Lafondre and uh, Paolo Retre as well. So not uh, not great in that respect, but I think, yeah, they're still... They've replaced Lafondre, though, that, with yeah. Fabio Gomez. Yes, correct. That is correct. So hopefully he's just as good, if not better. Um, and, yeah, second place, I've got Melbourne City. So, yeah, I think... I think we'll get more wins uh, in the second half of the season than at the start. I just think that we need a bit more time to gel as a team. They have improved since those first few games um, in the Oz Cup, but, yeah, still a long way to go for City. But I think, yeah, um, after the new year, I think we're going to come home very strongly and um, consolidate uh, second spot. But whether or not that's wishful thinking, not too sure yet. There's still a bit of an unknown. Um, and yeah, finally, on top of the ladder, I've got uh, Western Sydney. I think it's it's their time now. They um, they'd be pretty filthy uh, with how they went out last season against Sydney. I think that one's that one would have hurt a lot, and they're they're going to be you know highly motivated to come back and go all the way this year. But yeah, they've um, I think they're they're probably the only team out of last year's top four that hasn't lost a lot of talent. Um, they've retained you know a big chunk of their squad, well most of their squad really. So. Um, obviously, Brandon Barello is going to be elite for them again, um, and yeah, I just think they're they're in the box seat to uh, take out the Premier's plate this year. Their, their, their biggest loss is probably Newenhoff, but obviously they've replaced him with with Hendrick, so yeah, yeah, exactly. Should be good. All yeah. right, well, give me your wooden spooners and then your ultimate champions. All right, wooden spooners. I've got uh, Wellington Phoenix. I, I feel oh. a bit bad. Yeah, I feel a bit bad putting him down the bottom there. I, I 
don't really want Dirty. to finish bottom, but I'm just not seeing anything exciting coming out of Wellington. You can't base everything off one game, but the you know um, the one game they played against City uh, this uh, Australia Cup, it was a pretty abysmal performance uh, from Wellington. They lost three nil to a brand new Melbourne City squad. So, and yeah, their new coach Italiano is it? Don't know whether he's got all of his players on board. His playing style, as of yet, I'm not really seeing much of a playing style. So. Yeah, and they have lost a few quality players as well, actually, in Oli Sale and um, Yan Sass. Uh, I think there's a couple more they've lost as well. Can't quite remember off the top of my head. But, yeah, I just can't see them doing anything exciting this year, unfortunately, which hurts me to say because I do have a little bit of a soft spot for them. But, yeah, I think they've got um, a long way to go. All right, and champions? Champions. This one's a tough one. Obviously, I had Western Sydney on on top. Um, I reckon, I reckon Sydney could even win. It, it hurts me to say it, but they just oh, they just always seem to filthy. They just seem to come good in at the right times. Like they they knocked off Western Sydney last year. We said that they didn't quite make it to the final, but I feel like yeah, even, even when they don't um, have the most consistent season, they always seem to come good in the big moments so i reluctantly probably say sydney for now i hope it doesn't happen because i don't like them and uh yes but yes if if not them probably probably western sydney but yeah i'll I'll go for sydney for now you beauty all right i'll go to you damo but i'll ask you my third burning question of the night now i've seen melbourne city play in the australia cup and they were fucking terrible i've seen them play in the asian champions league and they were torrid and i said that day melbourne city you're not going to make the finals so my question to you will melbourne city make finals this season damo yes yes they will but it won't be as simple as seasons past. All right, all right, all right. Weak, but I'll take it. Where do you? Ha- well, well, run me through your top six then. Well, six to it, first. In no, well, yeah, I was gonna go in no specific order, but gonna be specific. Mm, I think I've got my six here. I mm. think six is Brisbane Raw. Yes. I think they do scrape in. Uh, fifth is Western United. Fourth is Central Coast. Third is Sydney FC. Second, City. And Western Sydney Wanderers, top. Jeez, that's, that's almost the same Very as Very similar to Andy's <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> Almost the same. You had Brisbane a bit higher, Andy. Yeah. But, um, all right. Yeah, Western Sydney looking very strong coming into the season. Are you going to go with the Knicks as your wooden spooners as well? No, I'm going the Jets. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair call, yeah. Damo. I had them 11th, so. It's hard to look past the Jets. I like I like Wellington. And when they've, if they've got... Well, they do. They've got Zavada, so he's yep. going to score some goals. He will. Sam Sutton goes all right, too. Yep. I mean, who? 
if anyone else wants to score some goals, that'd be great too. <laughs> but well, that's that's the Barbarusis. thing. Who's gonna score the other goals? I can't see who. Yeah. Good point. But yeah, hopefully Costa for their sake there is someone. Yeah, yeah. May, maybe Costa will uh, bring back his, you know, his youth and score some goals. <laughs> yeah. As my mum brings in the bins. <laughs> Shout out to Mama Damo. Good stuff. Mama and uh, your champions. My champions. I actually think Central Coast could do a double. Bloody hell. Really? Despite all the players that have gone. Yeah. Bold call. I think they've got a good unit. Jesus. I think they, the they, know what they, they know what they want to do. They're a development club. And they do it well. And I don't think... Obviously, Nick Montgomery was a huge factor. But this mm. guy that's come in, who I cannot remember the name of because he's very Mark. generic... Mark Jackson, he is very yeah, generic. That's a very generic name. <laughs> it's a very um, generic name. So you're not going to really re- recognise it. Uh, so, yeah, similar to how they were this year, that obviously Jason Cummings was a huge factor in their success. Yeah. But other than that, like, who else did they have? Silvera. I mean, Sammy Silvera was pretty handy. Triantis was yeah. pretty handy. Before the season, who, who would have thought? Silvera right. had a crap season the year before. Nectar Fiantis, who knew of him? Like these players See, came from nowhere, and they yeah. won the A League. So there's literally mm. no difference this season. They've got a good Marco Tulio this year. Mm. Uh, obviously, they brought in another Colombian who looks to have a bit of pace about him. Looks good. And they've brought back Alo Qual. So like you never know; these those guys could score five to ten goals between them and they could just smash it so I think they could end up getting into the finals at a, and having a good run being in some good form and just going on with it I like it Damo I like it I yeah, like enough. it I like it a little bit of a curveball there yeah. alright I'll run you um, I'll run you through mine I've gotten a bit cheeky I've got MacArthur scraping in at number six ooh okay I think Valerjemar and Uli Davla will uh, will tear up a few defenses this season. I've got faith in that little combination. No faith in Stojovski, <laughs> fair enough. But there, um, I think I think a few of these other teams are going to really struggle with the talent they've lost. I've got Adelaide coming in fifth. Okay. Lots of talent there. Yes, good wins is, is a tough one, but they've still got lots of talented young players. They've got a good coach in Calvart. They'll be fine. Brisbane's coming fourth, boys. Waddingham's going to be the golden boot. I know I said Fabio Gomez, but it's going to be Waddingham. We all know it. He's an absolute gun. West United will be third. I've got faith in Pena. Yeah. I've got faith in Angus, Angus Thurgate. I've got faith oh, in true. Bottich. True, yeah. Yeah, the big bot. Sydney will come second. And it's going to be an all-Sydney front row with Western Sydney coming first there, I reckon. Going to be a big season for Sydney football this year. Yeah. Um. Someone I don't have faith in. I know you guys love him, but I don't have faith in Stajic. I think that glory squad is shit, and I think Perth will come last. Uh, Poor old Perth. Maybe a bit of uh, re- <laughs> maybe a bit of remaining bias from my hatred towards Rubes, Rubes, <laughs> Rubes, whatever his name. I was. knew his name would come up at some point in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 
need a remaining bias there. I just got no. I, don't, I think Taggart's passed a little bit, and they just don't yeah. have any talent. Ollie Sale will definitely help, but they won't score goals. Yeah, and I think Western Sydney will win the uh, the big plate, the toilet bowl. They're too good, lads. Yeah, they're going to be hard to beat. Too good, yeah, too much sure. talent. Yes, sir. And that brings us pretty much to the end of this podcast. A long one, but a good one. A good hard pod. But we've got one more segment to rattle through before we say our goodbyes. Andy, this is all you, bruv. Big, big shoes to fill. And not just because Nick has incredibly large shoes. I mean, feet. <laughs> That's true. I should say, my bad. While he's in Europe, you are taking over peak A-League moment. Peak A-League moment of the week. I know. Yeah. This isn't just over the week. This is peak moment of the entire off-season. Jeez, that's a uh, yeah, big responsibility here. Lots of pressure. Will you turn into a diamond or will you crumble? This is your moment, Andy. Take it away. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Hey, well, yeah, as you said, big responsibility. But um, I feel like I've actually had it presented to me on a silver platter, to be honest. Um, uh, mm. Everyone will remember the uh, the iconic F3 Derby trophy for the men's game uh, yes. that we saw last season. Um, and in uh, yes. peak A-League fashion, they've backed it up with an even better one for the, for the women's F3 Derby. Showing a piece of guardrail from the uh, the F3 highway <laughs> there, so I'd love to know. Yeah, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in the meeting where they came up with that idea. It'd be pretty funny. But yeah, I can just imagine Danny Townsend out there on the highway with his angle grinder cutting a piece of guardrail off and running off with it. <laughs> the, uh, the road safety uh, unit out there. And... <laughs> yeah, there's it's currently one piece of that highway that's not very safe, so. You can, uh, you can yeah. take the A-League for that, but, yeah. The F3 is falling apart. <laughs> just got in his angle grinder. <laughs> just just going out there and just grinded a pit of this bloody guardrail. That's yep. incredible. I wonder if the uh, RTA, Road Transport Authority, knows about this. Oh, no, absolutely not. So, no idea. Oh, an absolute iconic trophy they've got there for the, uh, the F3 Derby in the women's game. So... Um, yeah, that's my uh, peak moment for the off off season here. Just you know, just a league thing. Strong effort. I'm glad you went with that because it's it's very it's very peak, <laughs> and the memes that have uh, come out as a result. I, I think someone put out like oh, if there was a youth league, they'd have the youth trophy as a, a stolen hubcap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. A... <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so shit, but it's so good. Absolutely. All right, and that'll. Bring us to the end. We're going to end on some guardrail. Uh, I've had a lot of fun, lads. I hope you both have also had fun. Absolutely, it's been uh, it's been a blast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely awesome. Good to be back. Good to be back. That's it. Yes, we're keen. It's going to be a great season. Thomas Waddingham is going to score thirty goals. <laughs> and with that, this has been the Four Man War. Thank you all. like Courtney Vine stepping up and two people come in and they're like um hey do you have a uh, Chardonnay or for sale and I literally gave them the the one finger pause like yep get you in a second <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah I have whatever you want for sale and it, it may be the next yeah, 30 yeah, seconds yeah but not now <laughs>